You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. Hello and welcome to Thought for November the 29th. Our readings are Esther chapter 5 and 6, Amos chapter 9 and Hebrews chapters 1 and 2. And our thought is we must pay closer attention. Today we started to read Hebrews. It is one of the most interesting and informative books in the Bible for it describes in detail the integrated pathways by which our eternal salvation became possible and the pathways we must follow in accepting that salvation. We must beware of taking a phrase in isolation. Some have misunderstood God's word through doing this. This is often because they have decided what they want to believe and have their eyes focused on finding proof. There are a few places in Hebrews where the Greek prepositions Paul uses are ambiguous. However, how they are to be understood becomes clear once we perceive the flow of Paul's reasoning. We read in verse 2 that in these last days he, that is God, has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things. That is clear. There is a sense in which God has made Jesus his heir, But then it says, as translated in the ESV, by whom he made the worlds. Now, it cannot mean Jesus is the creator. This does not make sense. The little but significant Greek preposition dia, translated as by in this verse, is translated as for in verse 14. The role of the angels is to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation. We see how they did in the life of Paul, Acts 27 verse 23, and Peter 12 verse 7. So if we read verse 2 as, For whom he, God, made the worlds, Paul's point becomes clear. The translators seem to be influenced where the Greek meaning is variable by the latter Catholic doctrine of the Trinity, of which the New Testament writers knew nothing. The point in verse 4 is clear. Paul writes that Jesus, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited, is far more excellent than theirs, that is, the angels. The word or name has the sense of reputation here. In verse 5, Paul uses two Old Testament quotations that predicted that Jesus would be begotten, an event which had now happened, that today had arrived. Altogether, Paul weaves 11 quotations from the Psalms and Isaiah into today's two chapters. Chapter 2 starts, Therefore we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable, and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? 
This great salvation alone gives real purpose to our lives. Without it, we are in no better position long-term than any of the animals. God's word is a means to an end. It is food for our minds and needs careful digestion. Jesus overcame. The Gospels show how he did this. And us? Look at how chapter 2 ends. He is able to help those who are being tempted. Let us come ever closer to Jesus, the one who set the, sets the example in overcoming. Our daily feeding on God's word lays the foundation for receiving and making use of this help. Well, thank you once again for joining us for Thought for the Day, where together we can open up the pages of God's word, remembering that word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at bt f at cdvideo.org If you enjoyed the episode, then please share it with others. Until next time, may God bless you in your studies and your walk towards God's kingdom. Amen.